0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Warped, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked-for audio commentary of Star Trek episodes. Here are your hosts, Sean.
1: Get me to my regular doctor. They're
2: familiar with my weird, you know, things. Matt. What do you mean? I agree with you, but what do you mean?
0: Jake. That was a possum pun.
3: Philippe. Oh, oh now the God. ships are fucking? Oh, my God. Erin.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh, this show is so good. We're just, like, watching it. Minwin.
2: Would you fuck, marry, or kill me? <laughs> all of that? All, <laughs> all, <the Iran. laughs> all three in that order. order. On May.
3: Dear Diary, I kissed an android today, and he told me he felt nothing.
0: Make it so.
2: My name is Matt. I'm Sean. I'm oh, wait, but that's in the intro, too. Yeah, we don't that, even need that, to do that part. That, that was what I'm asking, I think, because, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Robots even... have
0: taken over. <laughs> we <Yay>. Hopefully. <laughs> yep.
2: well, so, first... that, so it ends with May saying, and I'm May, right? E, and and then her, uh, and quote. May, and yeah. Then her quote. Yeah, T- yay! yay! <laughs> Hello, wow. welcome to Warp, everybody. Uh, Good, thank you. What a wonderful intro. Can we like
0: to take over the rest of this.
1: Weekend? Kenyon Stroback for the new intro. Yeah, so.
4: Kenyon it's, can just fill out the rest is, of the co- is, hour with uh, some
2: content, <laughs> some yes. commentary. Now please uh, start making the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you see how reliable we are making you did the, the podcast. First, you, he did the first
4: 30 seconds. He yeah. just
2: has to do the next 47.
4: I feel like there's enough content out there
2: that an AI could pretty much, you know, you think an AI, There's somebody must have tried it. Yeah. An AI podcast. AI, I'm sure. Where two AIs talk to each other for 60 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, about murder she wrote. (laughs) Yeah, I think that I think that could happen, and I think it would be just as interesting. That we've
1: got to find out where that is.
2: (laughs) God, I really love murder. (laughs) She wrote,
1: murder she wrote,
2: murder she wrote. What are we doing? Oh, we're (laughs) watching Star Trek: The Next Generation. That's what this podcast (laughs) Uh, ostensibly is about. All right, I gotta leave then. <laughs> I it's season dumb. five. It's episode two. It's called Darmok. Yeah, maybe. there is a powerful argument to be made that this is the greatest episode. Of Star Trek: The Next Generation, just
4: like the show Dharma and Greg, <laughs> Darmok and Greg, Darmok
2: and Greg would also be a good show. Yeah, be. Great I'd watch show. that show too. Yeah, I'd watch that guy and Greg <laughs> yeah. try and communicate <laughs> yeah. each other. Yeah, he's all Saka, the walls, uh, <laughs> yeah. and Greg's like, my parents are hippies. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I need you to. Yeah. Oh no, it's no, it her parents were hippies. hippies his parents yeah. were Susan Sullivan. Yes. Yeah.
4: They're strange cohabitators. <laughs> it's the new odd couple. Uh,
2: uh, uh. Uh, I love I love the, the the best joke in the odd couple is when Oscar says to Felix, uh you put a post-it on the on the door. It said, Please buy some milk. F It took me 45 minutes to realize that F U meant Felix Unger. <laughs> <laughs> That's the joke with Darmack, where yeah. he's like. It said Shaka when the walls oh, okay. fell, but it took me forty five yeah, I mean, minutes to realize. Nice. You meant Shaka? When <laughs> that
4: means the buy walls more milk. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize it, Shaka or <laughs> Dharma.
1: All right, well, let's do it. Okay. Forty five thirty five on the clock. We're watching it on uh, Matt's Paramount Plus through Amazon Prime because they fucking took it off of Netflix. <sighs> And I'm punching the triangle in three, two, one, punch. <laughs> so angry at
4: Paramount I know. Plus, shoot off a of
2: fucking netflix. <laughs> well, Paramount Plus kind of blows. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know. They're they've got Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, well, I,
1: yeah, but they're they're formed. They're uh, what really sucks is their fucking
2: subtitles are yeah. terrible.
0: Yeah. Hmm hot
2: takes oh yeah it's a new look we have to talk about this this is the first time you ever see this it's his suede and pleather jacket I love it and I fucking love it it this is my favorite Jean-Luc look of them all (laughs) Oh, wow. He never looks better than he does it's
4: like, in the jacket. It kind of gives him a roguish sort of like smuggler kind of captain-y.
2: I mean, just a little bit. It, and this a, is a bit of an adventure It's a more action-y adventure than movie er, episode than some of them.
3: So does he have it's a shirt with a jacket? So it's not a one piece? Yeah, a there's, piece.
2: A gray, there's a gray undershirt and then...
3: He's oh. wearing the, the
2: velvet over the top. But the undershirt looks the collared still. So it it still is. It's like... a collar on a collar. <laughs> that
3: works. It works. I heard you like collars. <laughs> so I put collars in your collars. Starfleet's
2: design choices sometimes. <laughs> yeah.
3: They're interesting. Although their outfit
2: work is usually pretty good. I like almost all of the Star Trek outfits.
3: It looks very tactile. It looks like uh, if you were to like wipe it, it would like change color a little bit. Yeah, like it's like that... suede or it, something. Yeah. Hmm.
2: It's got that. Um, there's a word for it.
3: Visually textured.
2: No, there's a, spe- a specific word for that.
3: Raya Luwani it's, no, it's
2: made a from a material that looks like suede. There's a word for when you go against the like fabric and it makes it look a different, uh, a slightly That's different color. Uh, oh. Paul Winfield. Okay. Yes. There's Paul Winfield. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I was gonna ask.
2: So who's that? So let's set up the episode <laughs> since we've been talking about not everything but Star mm-hmm. Trek. This is an episode about the Enterprise has gone to meet up with this alien race and every time they've met up with and they and the reason they've gone is because they they thought they've detected some sort of like emergency beacon or something and the federation has only had a couple of other encounters with these aliens and the problem has always been we can't figure out how to talk to them the universal translator uh can translate words but they don't know what the words mean. Right. So they are trying to figure out a way to communicate with these people. Everyone has the best of intentions, which is one of the reasons I I love this episode. There there aren't any bad guys in it, you know what I mean, Sean? Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it's they're just both sides trying to I mean, it's all about communication. Everyone's
2: doing the best they can. And so the aliens are saying these things that are clearly words and and clearly have like grammar, There's right? They're not just random words,
1: audience. yeah. But they don't make any. But they sense don't make any to sense. The Nobody humans.
2: knows what they're talking about.
1: And they all carry knives for some reason. Is there it know? is, Dharmak and Jalad at Tanagra.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, who's this
2: bitch? Yeah. Oh. Uh-oh. We're going on a trip. Uh, we're, uh, we're We're going to the foothills of Southern California yes. for some some of this episode. Hey, Deanna's in this one. What? And she's not just passing by in the background. Is she no. I'm very attractive. I like her.
4: that shot through the thistle. Stay in the thistle. Stay in the thicket. <laughs> no. Let him oh, emerge. Oh, the
2: other thing I was going to say about last week's episode was about when watching Redemption Part 1, and the only scene that Whoopi has in that episode is when she goes to target practice yeah, yeah, yeah. with Worf, and she's like, I'm a much better shot than you, Worf, <laughs> which is a classic example of them shitting on Wharf to prove how yeah. much better the other person yeah. is.
4: Except when you show them so much, it starts <laughs> feeling like... She's like, like, I guess I can do level
2: 14 I, shooting. I haven't gone down that way. <laughs> I haven't gone down there in but, some time. Yeah. That's also, I think, the first time you ever learn that she's old, right? Like 400. Because she says, I've been doing this since before longer, you were yeah. born. Anyway, I just had some more redemption thoughts in my head. I've I've had these things pent up in my mind. It's been, yeah, true. I've been wanting to get them out. You haven't given.
1: No one's been able to listen to my pithy comments for months. That's right. Okay,
2: well, you don't have to make it sound
1: like that. They are pithy. I enjoy a good amount of pithy. Well, today we're watching Darmok. Uh, season 5, Episode 2, original air date, September 28th, 1991. Picard must learn to communicate with a race that speaks in metaphor under a difficult set of circumstances. Yep. Mm. What do you think the IMD rating is? That Aaron,
2: description kind of gives, gives it away. away. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. That's, kind of like the- that's the big heart of the episode. Good thing I wasn't paying attention. No.
3: 9
0: 5. Whoa.
2: Wow. <laughs> well, she heard us both say it's May? one of the best ones ever.
3: Seven, seven. I haven't seen it.
2: Anybody else? Nine. I mean, in my heart, it's a perfect 10. Sure. So I'm going to go with 10. Philippe. I will say
1: 9.2. 8.7. That's bullshit. Totally. That's people not getting it or something. So technically, May wins.
2: Everybody else is over.
1: Everything's
3: coming
0: up, (laughs) May. What?
3: What? Wait. So was this one of these aliens on an episode of uh yes. Lower Decks? Yes, okay. there's
1: now a, there's now a federation officer who's uh, K'shan. Yes, or they've
2: done they've Lower Decks, as they like to do has done a callback <laughs> to, to an episode <laughs> of Star Trek. Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> uh, so we should talk about Paul Winfield for a second, right? Yes. He's playing the other alien, the alien that's going to be down on the planet with Jean-Luc. And he, most famous to Star Trek fans, is Captain Terrell, right? In, in Star Trek in The Rathab Wrath of Khan. Khan. Yep. Oh, that's right.
1: He's wonderful in that movie. He's the
2: one who gets, he, him
1: along with Chekhov get the worms and their They get the worms in oh, their right. ears
2: and they become cons like uh, slaves or whatever. Yeah. It's a slightly different role. But it's, uh, he's, he's great. He's, he was one of those guys who had one of those careers that he was just in everything. <coughs>
4: This, this this has
2: echoes of the gorn to me <laughs> this but, is this, this is i was actually going to bring that <laughs> up this is essentially a sequel to the gorn to <laughs> arena but instead of how they fight
1: it's about how they communicate with each other right. yeah but it's the it's, next generation version of that it's episode it's next
2: generation's doing what if we did the same story but from a place of we have to communicate in order to learn from each other <laughs> in yeah. a very 1991 kind of way i think this is like such, a,
4: such an interesting sci-fi thing that hadn't really been done
2: as well anywhere i i think so too yeah. and i can't think of a better example of this mm-hmm. can you like this one kind of, of all the i remember this read? one i remember this think one of anything that no better. and i've read a lot of science
4: fiction and this can is like too? this one kind of blew me away because I think at first I was like, mm, oh, huh. like, you know, I was like, Oh, it's going to be, I like the slower thinky ones, but this one, like, I think I always liked it. But then like when I kind of got it at the end, I was like, it kind of blew me away. Yes.
2: And I think that it it's, it, it's got that, um, a little bit of a twist that's kind of, Specifically designed to appeal to like sixteen year olds, yeah, or something. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, is
0: it like Darmok's dead the whole time? No, it like it's not sense? quite
2: that. It's a it's a story about communication. They're trying to talk to each other, and they can't figure out why they can't.
4: It's basically men are from Mars and women are from Venus, but <laughs> on you know. On a much grander scale, intergalactic.
2: So, the other aliens, the Temerians, they've beamed Jean Luc and their own captain down onto the planet. And they've put up a shield so that they can't, the Enterprise can't rescue Jean Luc. Jean Luc's Boy Scout skills, in some question here, as he cannot manage to successfully start a fire. And to be fair, he hasn't had to in a really long time. When's the last time you think Jean-Luc started a fire?
4: Um, without a phaser?
2: Yeah. Right. It's been, <laughs> it's been a while. Wilderness training, right? Yeah, he I probably mean, does yeah.
1: it in the, uh, the mean, holodeck all the time. Nah. He's more of a Sherlock Holmes. Oh, uh, yeah. No, he's the Oh, no, he's detective. Doctor. Yeah, yeah he he's the film noir dicks. guy. Yeah, yeah, You know he likes to be dicks.
4: It's like couples therapy. They're like forcing this to make it. (laughs) They're like, we're going to put you guys in a room until you guys learn how to talk to each other. It's going to be some kind of
3: Mm. boot camp. I like the colors on that guy's... uh, Even though the rest of his outfit is all tan, there's like colors. You know what? I mean,
4: in the Star Trek universe, humans really have... Uh, a leg up on every other race on casual wear they're the only <laughs> ones who know how to be like you know yes. what no fancy weird armbands and bracers like,
1: he looks like he's got one of those candy dot things <coughs>
2: on his for his sash
4: oh yeah that's a cool sash
2: this is a really lovely performance paul winfield is so good in this episode because you can you can just sort of tell that he's inherently good right yeah. like he's not a bad person he's the picard of his people right right so it's two picards trying to figure out how to communicate with each other
4: yeah and picard's the one who's actually like suspicious and more like
2: well, to be fair, he's the one who's been kidnapped. Yeah, right. Right. I mean, <laughs> exactly. The other guy knew this was going to happen. Right. No, I,
4: I agree. But it's just like a, a little bit of a reversal where usually Picard is like the most tolerant person. The most, in the yeah, world. exactly. Yeah. Hades got always got like a higher level. Well, he's cold.
3: Oh, he's so cold.
1: We God he had that jacket on this yeah. time. Yeah.
2: I think they invented this jacket for this episode <laughs> it looked but then a, he keeps wearing it it looked I a love. little
4: bit more velour in the full natural light of southern california but it's cool i definitely less suede
2: more santa see he feels bad because he's a good person what's he gonna do oh uh, is he gonna throw fly- fire at jean Luc? Temba. yeah it's like that <laughs> so here's it's like that the thing. Song. he he sort of keeps saying these repetitive phrases over and over again he said temba his arms wide he said shaka when the walls fell i love that this I- is such an english major episode like i feel like the english major in me loves the uh just the The metaphor of it all, and the, it must have been so fun to make up those phrases that, and they've that are meant to have incredible power and meaning. It's what and they do, they do. That's the thing about it is that they do. And by the end, you're like, Shaka, when the walls fell. Oh no, uh, (laughs) because you know what it means. Yeah, it's a it's an episode that teaches you. How to watch it while you're watching it. <laughs> it's really clever. What I like is the cultural
4: like I watch I read a lot browse a lot of Reddit and like this what wa- <laughs> people always Not are saying. Braggy, well, I'm sorry to hear about that. Yeah, I do. I enjoy it. And then uh, that's my one social media, but I like the good folks at Reddit. A surprising number of people Refer to this episode, like in a way that's like I think beyond. It's almost like live long and prosper. Like I feel like people often like make comments like Shaka when the walls fell. Like I see yeah. it. Oh
1: wait. Oh, hey. there, there it, it is. is. Yeah. The Riker, give him that's a, drink. a good one. Oh,
4: no, that's a solid. One. One. Oh, yeah, that's and a he's drinker. kind of
2: cupping there too. That's great. That's funny. I guess that's nice. It would be, it would be nice to think that the phrases from this episode have Lived on. They have as long as they've lived on in a way that isn't like horrible. No, like, I think it's not. They haven't been co-opted no, by the no, fucking no. assholes. Yeah, the no, no. It's always...
1: and Jalad have become. Yeah, if Darmok and Jalad is code and, uh... for like Donald Trump. <laughs> no, like no, no, fuck no.
4: that, no, <laughs> it's not. It's always it's always meant in good <laughs> humor and <laughs> and and fun. And I always like, and I I encounter it like once a week where somebody will throw out the line, and I I love it. Mm-hmm. That's well.
2: That's very yeah. It's a good thing, uh, sort of soothing
0: oh, because, no. because I don't
2: you know
4: I mean, there's I mean there's a lot of ideas that come from Star Trek you know assimilation and I don't know like you know but the the, I, the fact that this is such an excellent episode has created a cultural
2: yeah that's medi- why that IMDb score makes no sense yeah this is this is an episode that if you had to show someone one episode of Star Trek and say to them, this, this is kind of what this show is about. Like it's a moral dilemma. It's, it's all of the things that this show does well. It's a sci-fi concept, but also it's about ethics and what are we going to do? And we're solving a problem. And it's a, it's about a bunch of smart people Talking smartly, <laughs> yeah, right. It's you Solving know, a problem in a way, solving that's like... a problem. If you had to show someone one episode and say, "Well, this is Star Trek," this it could be this one. This would like, be a good. This one. would be a good one.
4: So you said this might be in your top five. A one hundred percent. Yeah. What are
2: some of the other? Maybe number one. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, of this of this show, I think the finale is may, might be my favorite one, just because it's such a yeah, it's a good great one. sort of. Nostalgia it's, fest.
1: Well, it's the rare
2: finale that is good. Yeah, I would say maybe best of both worlds is better than this, but that's that's like nitpicking. Yeah, you know, it's like saying, well, one's a nine point nine and one's a ten. Like, <laughs> how do you even pick? Do you agree with me, or oh, I, absolutely? You? I
4: I was I I'm just trying to think if I can. Uh, think of what w- episodes Can, do you is this your favorite one um i i really like this one i also but i, I but it i really like the one where picard is lives that life as a satellite like yeah. that's, that's,
2: that's the other that's the other one that might be the best one that's yeah. coming up <laughs> that's
1: the season too <laughs>
2: really yeah Yeah. because that one this season we didn't really talk about it it's uh, gonna be a phenomenal season. we didn't really talk about it last week uh during the season premiere but this is my favorite season of star trek the next generation and i think that there are just so many bangers in this yeah yeah looking at the list
1: i'm just like oh that's a great yeah this season five it's also we're in a few weeks we'll get to uh We're gonna see Star Trek re- Six, uh, right? What's it called? Well, yeah, but what's the two parter called? What's... Oh unification. Unification. Yeah. That's the season. Inner light. Iborg is the season. Uh,
2: the very next episode after Inson this one Roe. is Ins and Row. Crazy. So, what a good season of television. <sighs> is the best season of television? the third usually
4: on I, shows. I, I think it's always if you can get past the sort of
2: sophomore slump. First one you're figuring it out. Yeah. Second one you're like well, working unless, out the bunk. Unless
1: it's a show like Carrie uh, and you know, On
2: this show it was the third one for sure. Yeah. Sure. I, I would I like know, to so
1: th- many seasons, so many shows this to the first season is always the best yeah. one.
4: Now. I would like to think of can you think of a show where the second season is the best season is the or
1: best season? I
2: yeah. can, but it's only shows where the first season is only like three or four episodes, right? Because they got some weird like test period, and then the second season is where it's an actual it takes show. off. The West Wing is like that, like the first oh, season right. of the West Wing is short, right? And the second one is when it gets really good. That's true.
4: Community season two is pretty good, but I
2: can, yeah. yeah. Communi- that's, that's yeah. parks and rec is a good example i was gonna parks say and parks rec, and
0: rec i think the second is stronger well, parks than the and
2: first, rec but had one of those happen. weird like seven episode first seasons
1: yeah. where they're still trying yeah to be, but i wouldn't they're still say trying, the trying to be the office season is the best season no, no, yeah not,
4: I here's the thing i actually haven't watched parks and rec because i can't get past the first season i just oh, I, yeah. I just don't care for it i don't yeah. know oh, we've had it, this yeah, conversation yeah. before
3: yeah. you need to get to season two yeah, yeah. If, if
4: yeah. If the show is
1: not like that it, it's just like that the first season is so not the show yeah it just
4: and i keep the, hearing it but i have like this completionist i know thing.
1: I, I had to go through i i like <laughs> Uh, Catherine wouldn't watch it with me. I we just skipped the first se- the last couple of episodes of the first season. Just went right to season two
3: the uh, last episode of the first season is when they're finally diving into like what it really is. Because that's when they decide they're going to keep Andy. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, oh, this is what the show is. And then second season from from the teaser, you're just like, oh, okay, they know what they're doing now. Because it's literally Leslie Nope just doing uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song. And you're just like, okay, I'm on board with this.
1: The big thing that changes is that they just stop being mean to her. Yeah. They, they the try- first season, they're so mean to yeah. her. And it's like, yeah. all she's she, all she is is just someone who loves her job. Yeah. And they just give her shit for that. And you're like, well, that's mean. But then they stop doing that. In the second season, they're like they become a family yeah. and it's them versus the dumb things oh, that the look. other people in the town do. Wait. Sean, Ge- oh, Deanna no, was saying,
3: figuring she's it out. still understand. Yeah.
2: That's what she's Oh, saying. Deanna yeah. figures this
3: sort
2: of. So what happened while we were talking about Parks and Rec <laughs> is that Deanna and Data got assigned the job of figuring out how these people talk and what they've started to realize is that they talk in references. So everything they say is a reference, right, to a famous story yep. in their um mythology. Mm. So like if I said to you uh Leslie Nope at the Snake Pit, right. you would be like, Oh, I know what that is right. about because I watched parks and recreation. <laughs> Or if does I it said, mean we're getting yeah. drunk it's tonight? Like, it's mm-hmm. almost like talking in memes. Yeah, it's talking in metaf- metaphors. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Wait, but what, what, what does Leslie Nope? I just made
2: that. Nothing. I just, nothing. Oh, I just okay. made that up. Would, but it she's means something she's, that we've. agreed That's upon. that bar they used to go to. It's just. Right? It's yeah.
1: all about. It's all about. Uh, you know, like where we talk about that. There's less of it these days. Where you all have the same cultural reference because you all watch the same thing. You're right. like. Yeah. We used to be able to say. Uh, you know the the professor created a coconut phone, yeah. and we would all know what that's a reference to.
2: Yeah, it's when someone says "Marsha, Marsha, Marsha," yeah. and you know exactly what right. that person is telling you. Know. The example they use in the episode is Juliet on her balcony. Right
1: there's hey, Ashley, Ashley Judd. Judd everybody,
3: where, where? did in she her, come back?
2: Yep, that's there. She
1: is right there. And she'll be in more episodes. She actually comes back in a couple more episodes. Is
3: it?
2: How many times does she come back? Because. Uh, you know, it doesn't say. I thought the, I might say. There's the, the video game one, and that's the only other one I can think of that she's I in. I thought
1: there was maybe one more, but. You might be right. We'll, we'll find out. Let's see. Talk amongst yourselves.
3: <laughs> I, I, I have one. I have one. Um. Oh, Ron, uh, Ron Bacon and Eggs. Ron
4: <laughs> Bacon and Eggs. This is this all is... going to be Parks and Rec? Right? That's right. Yeah. All we're going to do from if now I had, on I'm is like, I'm like Picard. I haven't seen it. We're so trying to like... keep
1: you out of the loop. <laughs> yeah. Believe. We're now speaking in code. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I got it.
2: I got it. It's eating everything they have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 He says, bring me all of the bacon (laughs) (laughs) eggs. I
1: don't think you heard me. I said, bring me all of the bacon bacon eggs you
2: have. (laughs) So what Jean-Luc is figuring out is that is how this guy talks. Right. He's like, oh, when you say this, you're you're conjuring an image in my mind Mm -hmm. of success or failure. And there is a scene in this episode that makes me cry. I cried when I watched it the other night. When Jean-Luc figures it out and tells him a story for the first time. Yeah. And it's it's such a beautiful like connection. Point. Yeah, it's a it's what it's it's such a beautiful moment of communication. Like they've figured it out together. It's so good.
1: And uh, you are correct, Matt. What's that? She's only in one other episode. It's the whole video. And it's game. It's the war. game, which is the episode. She went six off to be a movie of star. Season. She
2: went off to be a movie star. She didn't have time yeah. for this. So there's an alien on this planet. So when uh, you said that it kind of reminded you of Arena, it's you're right, except that. There, there's an outside threat. Mm-hmm. What this really is is Jaws. It's mm. trying to kill the monster and one of them is Roy Scheider and one of them is uh, <laughs> Richard Dreyfus, right. and they have to figure out how to work together yeah. to kill this fucking thing. Right. Well, he's figured it out. Yes. He's like, oh, you, when you go like this, what you mean is we should stand like this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's like your eyes uncovered. <laughs> uh, he figured it out. Yeah. This thing's hard to kill, though. Yeah. In fact, they don't kill it. I don't think.
4: Yeah. It's more about it's more about working together. It's a team building exercise. <laughs> It really is.
2: It's mm. a really extreme
4: team building Yeah, exercise. it's like some people pass no, oranges no, with no. their necks.
2: Uh, w- get ready for Jean-Luc abs. <laughs> We're going to get a very rare Hey, it's unnecessary nakedness, yeah. uh, but
1: the Picard style. Shatner used
2: to do this all the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. but... I'll, I'll drink to it. We got to drink, drink to, to a Picard doing it. Patrick Stewart doesn't do this very often. Oh, man. man.
3: This dude's like the Predator.
2: So they're they're trying to beam him up, but he's, like, stuck in between, which is why he can't do anything. Yeah. Let him go, guys. He's got to save the other guy. He's got to save the Temarian. Uh They don't know. Yeah. They don't know what's happening. Yeah. They're just it's, trying- a, it's about failure to communicate and success <laughs> at communicating. This is just like Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra. It is a lot like Jha- Darmok and Jalad. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: oh, I get that reference. It's so good.
2: Yeah. So, back. like, our example would be, like, warped in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Warp after dark. After dark. Warped mm. in the studio after dark. Yeah. And it would be a metaphor for like... Wasting time. And <laughs> general drunken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You were hammered. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Warped in the studio after, after dark? dark? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, that must
2: mean Aaron sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Well, um, I don't know how interested you guys are, but I have correct. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Woo. Spank oh, me, Daddy. I also have possum news. Oh. Oh. So I hope that Jake has done as I requested <laughs> and created a possum news jingle I've because got, I specifically asked for one. I've got several possum related jingles ready to go. None sure. of
4: them are possum news. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Those yeah. are the ones you already had going.
1: <sighs> That's right. All I have just, is just rework news. one and do it.
3: Possum Wait,
2: news. Okay,
1: hold on. My All computer right. turned possum. itself
3: off. Possum. Possum. Possum news. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Done.
2: Okay. These are Jake playing the jingle. That was a possum pun. I'm doing Corrections Corner now, so do the (laughs)
4: Corrections Corner (laughs) jingle. God damn it. (laughs) My God, the jingle (laughs) mix-up.
2: These are corrections for episode 125 of Warped Home Soil, season one of Next Gen. We are in the early days of the pandemic. It's June 6th, 2020. Wow, that was was like a reference. We're locked down. We're recording over Skype. Home Soil stars, uh, co stars, guest stars, Walter Gotel. Sean said he was in a bunch of James Bond movies as the KGB. He's a German actor, old guy by the time he's in Star Trek. He played General Anatole Gogol in The Spy Who Loved Me, Moonraker for Your Eyes Only, Octopussy. And A View to a Kill and, a living, and wow. The Living Daylight. That's a lot. Sean said that he was in six movies. The correction is that he's also in From Russia with Love, like 20 oh, years movies. earlier, but playing a completely different uh, character. Wow. Um, so he was actually in seven James Bond movies, not six. Philippe says Sean had a mullet in high school and we said, you must bring in a picture. Did anybody bring in a picture?
1: No. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I have any pig. I have to go. I have to ask
0: my All mom. evidence has been destroyed.
2: <laughs> Sean, we were talking about infomercials that we liked, and Sean talked about one where a guy took like a sort of spackle and made a boat around <laughs> a bunch of chicken wire. Uh-huh. Like He took a bunch of chicken wire and smeared the spackle, and then it turned into a boat that he could ride in. Sean couldn't remember the name of that infomercial can you now sean no it's called flex paste flex paste there you go oh man half the boats are man we were talking about um the television show a different world and about it, how it was a cosby show spin-off starring denise crosby um, Aaron Crosby said... Was... I mean, not Denise Crosby. Because <laughs> 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 I looked wow. up and uh... saw Star Trek. <laughs> Starring Lisa Bonet. Yeah. Was like, Denise whoa. Huxtable. <laughs> <laughs> Denise Crosby. That's basically the same thing. Oh, my gosh.
3: Denise and Crosby at college.
2: Anyway, Aaron said... Um, that Denise was the oldest kid, but she wasn't. Sandra yes. was the oldest oh of my. the Cosby show kids. It's it just was a she later was, edition. She, no, she's in the first season, but she's off at college. So she's not in yeah, every but there episode. Are
1: early, The early episode, like the pilot or the second episode, he refers to having only four kids. Oh. They had the fifth kid later on in the first season.
2: Oh wow. Man, I should have known not to challenge Sean's Cosby show knowledge. No. Cosby with
1: the cappuccino in the hotel room. We
2: talked to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? Y'all
1: yeah, yeah. knew what I was talking yeah. about. <laughs> Ironically,
4: I think I used to watch Cosby came on right before this, right? Um uh, I used to remember. Cosby was on Thursday. Thursdays. I know, but I'm talking about, like, you... Maybe it was on a rerun Thursday yeah, it, night. Oh, yeah, that, syndication
2: Cosby, yeah, maybe. syndication Cosby. Might oh, have been possibly. on right before this. Yeah. That would That's make possible, sense. possible, yeah. yeah.
4: I remember that.
2: Um, I have more corrections, but I'm so in love with this episode that I would really just...
4: Yeah, I want to watch this performance. I want to talk
2: about this. <laughs> so... This is Jean... Here's Jean-Luc's big moment. He's figured out the idea. And so he's trying to... Now that he knows what the issue is, now he's trying to understand the stories. And he eventually sort of understands the story that this guy is telling him, which is about two people uh from different races like the two of them trapped on an island together and they fight a monster together so what you're realizing is that the captain has set this all up the Tanagran captain has set this all up in order to sort of get this message across to them like you and I are Dharmak and Jalad and he found a planet with a beast on it so that he could so that they could do this together team because they're trying to reach out to the Federation just as hard as the Federation is reaching out to them yes team building team building has become a sort of filthy word but Team building is actually a good idea. No, <laughs> like, I think it's good. people should build teams. It's just that when you hear team building exercise, you you're think like, of cor- I don't
4: all know. the corporate nonsense and buzzwords. And
3: the,
2: black. yeah, he's dying. He's like, this is not going well. He's got white blood. It's got white out yeah, blood. They have white blood. <laughs> Did you say whiteout. Blood? Yeah. yeah, I was
4: like, yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, that's where white-out comes from. Somebody
2: came in with the white-out. You milk like, a K. Tamarian, yeah, <laughs> Tamarian. Yeah, Temarian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, that
1: Nesmith lady milking all the Tamarians, taking their juice <laughs> and making money off of it.
2: <laughs> Sean, uh, uh, sorry, Philippe said that his favorite dinosaur as a child was an ankylosaurus Mm -hmm. can you tell me about the ankylosaurus Uh, it's
4: like a sort of it has a shape of a anteater a little bit but it's like an armored back and it has like a it's kind of got a tail with a sort of ball Morning sort of armadillo-y. Or yeah, armadillo Yeah, armadillo, that's a, Yeah. And that's Right, cuz they have those like I liked how how it sort of was like a tank and it was like yeah. had spikes along the ridges yeah, of Yeah, and the has statue. a club tail. It has a club tail, which Were you a dinosaur <laughs>
2: kid? Like
4: I was, you know, I I I went through a phase and I had a book that I would kind of thumb through pretty pretty often, but my favorite illustration for some reason, I always liked the Ankylosaur for some I, I think that book had a typo in it. Did because it? I remember it as ankylosaur as well, but it's actually anky- ankylosaur. Well, yeah, the L-, L comes after the Y. Well, now I don't care for it as much.
2: <laughs> because uh, that just ruined... It's better if it's ankly. You know, uh, yeah, like, it I was at, at, at your the ankles. Did I do you... know. exactly. I mean...
3: Did you that figure that out? Because we just played the Lego Jurassic World
4: no, I video fi- game? No, I figured it out when the Jurassic World movies came out because the kid was talking about them. And I was like... Wait, that's how
2: you say that word? And then I would always hear Philippe say it the same way. And it's like
0: Maybe Jurassic World has a typo.
2: Maybe. <laughs> well, the the online version is Ankylosaurus uh, or you a- know, A-N-K-Y, the y. Y, right? Yeah, A-N-K-Y-L. But I always right. remember A N K-L-Y, but Yeah, that and that's how he said it in the episode, actually. That's yeah. how Philippe said it. This
4: is really changing like my whole this is a paradigm shift for me. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know if it's my favorite dinosaur anymore now, but uh. okay.
2: But look at Paul Winfield oh. and Patrick Stewart. Paul Winfield is dying, and basically he said, "Tell me a story." So Jean Luc has told him in a beautiful monologue that <laughs> none of us paid attention to. Uh, he gives he tells him the story of Gilgamesh, an ancient story from Earth, yeah, and. Inky they communicate for the first time because Patrick Stewart is a fucking great actor. <laughs> and so is Paul Winfield. Yeah. And they're like, oh, they understand each other finally. And then he dies. Yeah, deep. It's beautiful. And it was all worth it. Paul Winfield should have gotten a supporting actor Emmy, or a guest actor Emmy, I guess it would have been. Do they have those? For this episode. They do. They do, yeah. And they did back then, but they didn't give them to shows like Star Trek.
1: Yeah. Boo Emmy people.
2: Yeah, boo Emmy people. <laughs> I kind boo of always... Emmy so white. Yeah. yeah.
3: Did anybody... <laughs> Matt, did you watch White Lotus?
2: Uh I watched the first episode, and I hated them all so much oh, that I good. could not continue.
3: I. Even though I
2: heard it was great and I was like, I understand what they're going for here, and I understand that they're in they're horrible on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. But I I just didn't it just didn't make me I didn't enjoy watching those people be horrible. And it also felt a little bit like I bet the people who made this are a little horrible too. Like (laughs) this is a little like Let's make fun of the thing that we are so that everyone knows. So we don't have to feel bad about it. Everyone knows we're in on the joke. I was like, okay. Yeah.
3: Well, see, it was Mike White, and he wrote one of my most favorite movies ever, School of Rock. So I was so yeah. sad that I didn't like it, and also so sad that so many people did. And talk about Emmys so white. Like, everyone. <laughs> right. Well, that was on that was show, got nominated with, for an Emmy this year. You
2: know, it was filled with great, you know, Jennifer Coolidge is amazing. And-
3: yeah. yeah,
4: I actually enjoyed it, but I, I, I can, I almost, it's not the kind of thing I usually enjoy, and it's usually for that reason, because I don't think it's going to have, it's just going to be too much to go through this whole journey with these horrible people, but.
2: Yeah, look at, there's the abs. Yeah. There's that shot. I knew it was in there. Sean knows Mike White from The Amazing Race. I do. Picard with his short shirt he open. with his dad. Picard, yeah. his abs visible. Yeah. <laughs> his abs unfurled. Yeah. <laughs> his abs unfurled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See, there you go, Kenyon. Put that into the <laughs> thing. <laughs> make make Jake happy. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have to hear about that anymore. Kenyon. It didn't happen to you, okay? It didn't happen <laughs> to you.
3: <laughs> uh. Picard and abs in Southern California. Uh. Yeah.
2: So they don't kill the monster. The monster survives. That's fine. Which is fine. Like That was the the point of the monster was if you make a movie about fighting a bear, you don't have to necessarily kill the bear. You yeah. just have to Ooh,
3: why shooting?
2: survive the bear. They're sneaking out. So the whole time, Riker's been like, should I kill these people out of the sky or what? And for once, Worf has been sort of like restrained because yeah. he's like eh, we probably shouldn't start a
4: war so unclingon
2: sometimes well to be fair he just got back from that whole thing in yeah. the last week he just episode.
1: started a war so I think he's, he's learned that maybe that's not the best plan of action
2: to yeah just be- Kill, kill, kill all the time. But Jean-Luc's there. Look at that. And he's look coming at, in yeah. to handle things, yeah.
1: baby. We don't need these guns Dark lighting.
2: Look we at that. I love talking. that dark lighting. They usually light that bridge so bright. Yeah, I know. That's actually kind of a cool look for yeah. that bridge. He
4: just went through Duolingo and he is ready.
2: And he knows exactly <laughs> what to say. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Even Data's like, what the fuck? Even Data's like,
2: I don't know. We figured it out. Like, we knew... Because Data and Troy's problem was we understand the problem, but we don't understand the stories. So unless you know the story, the words don't mean anything. Right. But Jean-Luc has learned the story.
3: So Shaka, when the walls... Fell is the him telling them that their captain's dead, right? That's correct. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's like a metaphor for bad news. Yeah. Um. But he has this diary that the captain kept when they were down on the planet. And now, yeah, now they've uh, become their, their own their metaphor. Is now yeah. a story
4: with his abs unfurled. Morab with sails unfurled. <laughs>
2: Morab with sails unfurled means get us the fuck out of here. That's like, <laughs> it's like that's like Tenocrine for warp factor nine because they just go immediately after this. Does that guy have an extra long thumb?
4: Yeah, they all do. They, <laughs> okay. I, I noticed that. I didn't want to bring it up because I thought it would undermine <laughs> the entire episode. Because <laughs> no. it was too long. It, that thumb looked too long to uh, me. It sir. looks like it has like a sucker. Paul Winfield's thumb was like, I was like, oh my God, it just got X-rated it for a wasn't? second. And it uh. wasn't? It was crazy. But I didn't want to detract from his performance because he had to do that performance wearing that thumb. I mean, his shirt and that little Christmas tree, it's a little Christmassy. Do you guys want the rest of the episodes yeah, over? But should we, we just yeah. do it? Shock when the walls fell, man. Oh, they're not
2: open. Oh, it's not quite over yet.
4: Oh, yeah. That looks like the start enterprise heading.
2: I'm going to skip over Anne of Green Gables. What? Diane Fossey conspiracy <laughs> theory. <laughs> uh and just go to straight to episode 126 coming of age um Aaron we asked you this was in season 1 of next generation okay and i very unkindly asked you to um take a test and mm. I, I named the names of the actors and dared mm-hmm. you to yeah. name the characters do you think you could do that now right you've mm. watched enough of this
0: some t- some days I can, and some days. Who's I can't.
2: Marina Certis? Who does she play?
0: Deanna Troy. Right. That's but the one. Me three that's ago, the one that I might screwed have had, you up. I've I weird with proper nouns. I get brain freezes. That's
2: the one that screwed you up. Yep. the First time we did. Well, because
0: sometimes we say the last name and sometimes we say the first name. Like you said, Deanna earlier tonight, and I was like, Deanna. Which one's Deanna? Because I think of her as Troy.
2: Oh, there's the fish. Yep. Livingston. Also, there. I just think that wasn't a fair question to ask because it was so early in season one that we did that. <laughs> yeah, but that's the like, kind of things we do.
0: We're mm-hmm. assholes. They're these characters um, aren't in my brain ep- like they are you guys. Ep- yeah, I haven't spent so much time with them.
2: Episode 126 is about Wesley applying to Starfleet. Ooh. I like I like when they do this outside shot, yeah. the outside looking in shot. They don't do it very it's often, rare, yeah. but I it's a really good effect yeah, for that era. Like he really looks like he's standing at a window. Why
4: does it feel like some episodes when everything when some things are good, everything is good. Like they, you know, they do uh-huh a lot of cinematography, they may do some extra tricks. It's like and then some episodes are like, "Eh, just show the space painting on yeah. his wall."
2: I mean, it's got to be just you know, budge the budget, yeah, and how we're feeling that week. And are we are we in week 26 or are we in week yeah, three? We just need,
4: we know, ne- we're like, all feeling fresh. We need to new. throw this episode together
2: quick, right? We just got to crank one out this week, you yeah. guys. Um, Wesley's taking the test to get into the academy, and there's a, a guy who has a sort of metallic harmonica. Mustache underneath his nose that blows smoke up into his harmonica bong. Yeah, you guys remember that guy? Yeah. So that character, that character's uh, species is benzite. He's a benzite, and we didn't know what that thing was for, but according to Memory Alpha, they are benzites are unable to breathe a standard oxygen-nitrogen atmosphere and are required to wear a breathing apparatus. So that's what that was. We weren't sure if it was that or if he was just getting high. We speculated. (laughs) I think it can be both. Yeah, that's true.
4: So they on their own planet, they ain't wearing that. That's like
1: that's not the most airtight form of uh, gas inhalation. You're still getting a lot of oxygen, nitrogen atmosphere if you're it, breathing it, in that way. Must, they must need to just add a little something to it. Yeah, gotta add a little touch of smoky smoke.
2: Yeah, we just need a little <laughs> THC and then we're good. Could it smell like pineapples? Man? <laughs> uh, we talked about why super villains wear purple and green <laughs> outfits. There are a lot of them the Green Goblin, Joker. but we didn't really know if there was like a reason for that. I did find an article from ScreenRant.com uh, that speculated that green is the color of uh, greed and sort of envy and ambition mm. and, and bile, right? If you think back sort of classically to the humors. Um, the green is a color that sort of has negative connotations, and purple is the color of power, right? It's the color of like British kings wore Royal purple. King. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, m- disgustingness and ambition, which seems pretty. I mean, that felt Makes like sense. that felt like a B plus college like paper. That you I, I, turn in. I, I feel like i feel like, this you know, like, feel, this is why this is. I'm sure. And they'd be has, like, it, yeah,
1: sure. I'm sure B+ it is uh, completely seven. coincidental. <laughs> I feel like
4: I feel like intended. the simpler answer is they've already picked other colors for the main right yeah, yeah, here because everyone else is red, red and
0: white and blue. blue. Yeah. yeah.
4: And so, like, you're oh, kind of yeah, like yeah, have
1: a red, blue guy who got
4: and in an early comics, you know, you really didn't have like a lot of fancy printing. Right. Like the just, colors were pretty limited, yeah. the palette. So you're just going to be you, the purples and the greens are going to go with the That's my theory.
2: Um we talked about Metal Gear Solid 5. True. I had, I had not played it at the time that we recorded that episode, but I have sense. Uh that's the correction. I have sense. <laughs> and thumbs up, right? Yeah. Uh, I loved that game. It's completely bonkers, and and I didn't understand what was happening (laughs) like 80% of the time, but I loved it. There you go. Uh, It was because we were talking about Death Stranding. and Another batshit game. Another batshit crazy game. We talked about um, Aaron met... Scott Bakula once. Hell yeah! Did. When Scott Bakula at the dog pound uh, adopted a dog, wearing the where shirt where right Aaron now got Scott Bakula on my
0: belly, mm-hmm.
2: where Aaron was a volunteer. Yeah, and we talked about the fact that he was on NCIS New Orleans. Um, true, true, correct. He's yeah. not anymore because it's not on anymore. But okay. the correction is, we didn't know if it was filmed in New Orleans we joked that it was probably shot here they filmed it in new orleans oh good for him have
1: you guys seen the trailer for the, the new the quantum reboot? leap reboot
0: what i didn't yeah, even I was, know something existed you about that. i'm i'm uh, assuming
1: you're furious I'm, no i actually was excited about, i mean it doesn't look like they took my idea but i uh, Where you're uh in I was it. They're you're still looking dougie. forward to it uh, not anymore uh, not happy about the trailer I understand that there's no, they have not yet to decide, they have yet to uh, get Scott Bakula to commit to it. So they're going ahead without him for at first.
4: What? Okay. So what's the, what, so that's the thing you're upset about or what's.
1: Okay. Well, it's just the premise is, they I mean, I don't really, I mean, basically it's just this guy who is, Decides to go back and try to figure out Why he never came back Okay And then he's got But I guess it's, you know, they're talking about It's going to be more There's going to be more of an overarching Storyline that takes place In the present of the show It's like, no (laughs) Quantum Leap should be in the past Always in the past Yeah he goes around making right what once went wrong. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes, and he says, oh, boy, when he does and so.
1: hoping that each time that his next leap <laughs> <laughs> will be the
2: leap home oh He also sleeps with a lot of those ladies. He does. Are there a lot of, like, his babies around out there? Yeah. Well, that was From my premise of of was it should jumping. have been his daughter,
1: the in-canon daughter that he has that he produced when he was in the past. Yeah. I think he's probably. Is a son? A maybe. Probably got
4: any a lot character?
1: of kids. Well, he's Asian, so it would be a mixed baby. Yeah.
3: So, yeah. You didn't see with any Asians? No. Uh, never. Well, maybe. I mean,
1: there's the one true. where he mar- he's married to a Japanese woman, but they never really show him having sex. I mean. But you figure he probably did at some point in time. Well, there you go. They weren't. He wasn't with her for very long. It was only a couple of days, and they were at his parents' house. So there's a good chance he didn't have sex with her during that time. Is he
0: Tasha Yar's dad? Yes.
2: (laughs) I have two more things to say. It's time now for possum news.
0: Yay! Yay!
2: Which there is a weirdly a lot of. Like (laughs) I, I googled possum news, thinking that I would find articles from three months ago six months ago like how often could there be possum news i found an article from yesterday and an article from today wow yesterday's article is from newsweek blind possum born with underdeveloped eyes charms rescuers comma internet nice it's a story about a possum there it is oh you see that yeah you see that aaron yeah you're not ever going to convince me. That that's a cute thing. <laughs> anyway, his name is Sylvester. They saved him. He's blind. How now, did he?
0: Cuz I can't really tell from that photo what's different about his eyes. It's like a regular. Uh
2: they said it was just a genetic thing. Um anyway, but he's now happily living at the uh Oh, I was going to tell you where they're, it was. They're
0: funny Look, They're just gentle creatures. Like, they don't... They coexist. They're it's, coexisters. It's that,
2: and that's great. But you can't make me love them. <laughs> oh, this is why it's in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Oh, nice. The Humane Society of Huron Valley. Yeah, In Ann Arbor, Michigan. There's a lot of
0: woodland creatures in Michigan.
2: Is where they came from. And he ends up at the Wildside Rehabilitation and Education Center in Eaton Rapids. I've been to Eaton
0: Rapids. I used to think it was called eating rabbit, like <laughs> eating rabbits when I was little.
2: Cool. Sylvester loves to sit on shoulders and even your head if you're wearing a hat that he likes. He <laughs> also would... likes to hang out in his backpack pouch, keeping employees and volunteers company throughout their workday. I would like He that. is a delight and they're all happy to have him. So, he is a delight. A good story. About Sylvester.
1: Oh, Sylvester. Um, we love you, Sylvester. Yeah.
2: And then
0: our even other
1: piece Matt doesn't.
2: I I love Sylvester. I'm just saying you can't make me tell you he. I think he's good looking. Like I'll never think they're cute, even if I think they're.
4: You're, nice. It's like with men and Tom Cruise, but <laughs> just you're just like Nch. it's a lot like that
0: What do you think of Steve Buscemi?
2: Steve Buscemi does not have a 14-inch snout sticking off the front of his face.
4: But you would <laughs> say a he's a
2: bad c- comparison. Our I- closest human equivalent. He's the closest <laughs> human possum. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. I
0: love the man. I'm just saying, like...
2: You want the second piece? Not, are you ready for the second piece of taste. possum news? Yes. More possum news. It's not happening, Steve, is what she's saying. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is Dateline Wausau. I think it's Wausau. Wausau, Florida. Uh, it's from mypanhandle.com. Dateline Wausau, Florida. Possum Festival attracts large cl- large crowds. For 53rd year,
3: wow, in Florida? it's the
2: time of the summer when a Washington County town pays tribute to a certain marsupial. Yeah, the 53rd I think annual, I know, I know where festival. our
1: first remote show is going to be
2: yes. from, and just about the whole community came out to partake in the festivities. Look, Star Trek Las Vegas. This We're parade is, is really Fess. awesome, festival goer James Anderson said. My kids love this parade, and the inflatables are great, and the music is great. And there's always good food, and it sure is nice just to be around with the people. Wausau has a population of fewer than 400 people. <laughs> oh, wow. And the Possum Festival is just about the biggest day of the year for the town.
0: Nice. Good for them. Good
2: for them. The, I need the to festival pictures
0: of the inflatable. The festival
2: raises money for scholarships for college students. And also to support the local uh, recreation club, the one that does the ball teams and all for the kids, <laughs> Wausau Development Club president Steve Taylor said.
1: So it's a city, a uh, town in, in Florida with only
2: 400 people. It's a very small
1: town. They have a possum festival. Uh, they uh, have so a possum if, festival. If, if we're going to go do a remote there, I think maybe it'd just be uh, me and Matt and Aaron. And the rest of you might not want to go with us. Uh,
2: you're t- you're saying the white people should I've go? Just,
1: no, no, no. I just we're the best three. Oh, Okay. We, well, i We've always going. known that. I'm not going. I agree.
2: You guys <laughs>
1: aren't the I
2: don't go to. The event featured the parade, a possum king and queen, and yeah. po- even possums for auctioning. Possums are sort of sidelined in that story. Right? Like, I'm like... Th- it was There wasn't a lot about the possums. Yeah. It was more about how like good this was for the town. Hmm. So then I looked up Wausau, Florida, because I was curious. Wausau is almost exactly in the middle of the panhandle between Tallahassee, which is sort of the eastern big city which is a trash city and uh pensacola which is about as far Tallahassee west is as
1: garbage a city as you can get
0: never been
2: wasa is exactly
0: right.
1: almost right.
2: exactly in the middle
1: it, it seems only has more like a people.
0: southern thing than a florida thing
2: i was curious about how much it would cost to live in wasa florida Ooh. Five dollars everything is paid for with pasta. there are because there are only because there are only four hundred people in town there aren't really a lot of houses not a now. lot of zillow but in the surrounding area within two miles of Wausau you can get a four bedroom three bad three bathroom house for two hundred and ten thousand oh, dollars yes. let's go. Oh, yes. Come on. And it actually you click on it and you think this is gonna suck. It's pretty good inside. Like it's got a remodeled kitchen. It's got like an island. Like that doesn't look bad to me at all. Let's go, let's buy it. Let's do it, guys. For two hundred and ten thousand dollars. Four bedroom we could fit like eighty people in there. For only forty nine thousand five hundred dollars, let's do it. You can buy a five acre lot. Nice. I mean it's five acres of Possums, panhandle swampland, and yeah, possums—you can yeah. buy it I, I don't for a hundred and ninety thousand. You can buy forty-five acres. Oh man, of swampland in Florida, kind of—that's kind of amazing. It's—it's it's amazing wow. to think that.
0: So tell us more about Tallahassee, Sean. I
2: mean, I think we're moving to Wausau Yeah, if we can buy this house we... for two. Look at that! Look at the island. That's Look at the backsplashes oh. for two hundred and ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean, we're moving. That's what parking tickets
4: cost in L.A. We're moving to Waza. Look, oh,
2: they have a like oh, wow. They have like a tub, like a like a up a, a above ground tub? tub. Yeah, shower doors,
3: splash shower doors. I don't Look like curtains. I don't
2: like
4: that. <laughs> that's just like it's just like open. You just like splash
2: around. There's no. There's no impediments. So, um, that's what's up in possum news, everybody. Wow a trademarked feature of warped. That possum? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And
4: that's such a good news that we're not gonna talk about our slightly less interesting or less happy possum news. <laughs> Till next time. We're still getting over it. Circle
1: life, man. Yeah. yeah
2: wrap it up Matt <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for listening to Warped you can go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to rate and review and subscribe you can email us at warpthepodcast at gmail.com follow us on Twitter at warp Trek I'm at Host Warped Min has Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu live streams and podcasts at Wet Maynard we love go, you, Ben. Come go, back soon. Go listen to Off the Wagon if you haven't. It is really, really funny. But don't uh, fall in
4: love because we're never going to get there on our quality
2: <laughs> level. Instagram at Warped the Podcast and at Lunar underscore Flare. That's it. Next week, it's Inson Row. We met Inson Row well, nice. for the very first time. That's another... Great. Great episode. Yep. Man, this is just full of greats. I'm... This season is really good. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Third
4: season. <sighs> you should actually watch it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> we should like,
1: watch it. Oh, we should, should we watch
4: it? We I am really nominated.
2: sad I didn't watch this episode. This I last watched episode. it two it nights like, oh, ago. I didn't watch Darmok. I watched episode. it two nights ago, and it was as good as it's ever been. Yeah. So, like
4: All, right. Well, All right.
2: Close it out. Right when the podcast ended. You did. Oh, my name is Matt.
1: I'm John. I'm Jake. Leap.
0: I'm here. <laughs> I'm A.
1: Thank
2: you for listening and good night.